Hello everyone and welcome to The Haunted Ride. I'm your host Melissa and thank you for joining me today. I hope you have your tea and your snacks and we are going to get into some stories today. So originally we were going to do the mythology episode but I thought about it and one I hadn't been feeling that well the last couple days so everything I was planning on doing has just ended up like backtracked quite a bit. So the mythology episode will actually come out next week, but I did want to say thank you to everybody who voted, and um, it looked like the Greek god or goddess was the most uh, picked category. That's what people voted for the most, and so that's what we're going to do, and I'm super excited to do it because the first time I actually really got into mythology was the Greek gods, so I'm, I'm really excited for it, and um, that should be out next week, so not that before I pushed back, but yeah. So I released a bonus episode, and I'm going to be honest with you guys, that is the most fun I've ever had doing a bonus episode. I did not expect that. It was, it was great. I laughed a lot. I was being ridiculous. It was really nice because I, I was able to give my like purely unfiltered reaction <laughs> to the whole story. <laughs> And if you follow me on social media, I'm at a Twitter, at Haunted Ride, and then Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at The Haunted Ride. Uh, also YouTube at The Haunted Ride, but of course, that stuff doesn't go up there. But in case you ever want to follow our YouTube, there it is. Um, but yeah, I, I had a ridiculously fun time with it, and I posted like a little snippet, which was like a teaser of it, so... Yeah, I had a great time with that. And I also, thinking about YouTube, this brings up a really good point. So no, not all the videos are up there yet. However, I've heard a couple times people talking about transcribing audio. And I would love to do that. But because this show is completely unscripted, I will just maybe write down some talking points. I never get a chance to do it, really. Now, I do sometimes write the stories that I've shared for other people when they want to go story or something like that. So I thought of posting that on the website in case somebody would rather just read it instead of listen to the podcast, which I completely understand. But also, to let you guys know, on YouTube, I have set, I believe I've set every single one of the videos that are available up for transcription. So if you just turn on the CC, you'll you'll be able to just follow along that way. You don't have to listen to the audio and, and me talking the whole time, incessantly. <laughs> So yeah, you know, that's just a, a different way to listen to the podcast. And I will eventually probably post those stories, but I, I think I'll post them on the blog. I don't think I'm going to go back and post them through the episodes because it's just going to be too much text. I think I'll do it the same way that I posted the written version of episode 10, uh, the story I wrote called The Day I Met PC. And that seemed to be, the, the way that I posted that seemed to be the best way for everybody because uh, everybody seemed to like being able to just go to the blog and read it instead of go like search for the episode or something and get it from there. We're going to listen to the promo and then we will dive into two stories. This is probably going to end up being a shorter episode, not because I really want it to be, but just because I want it to be on a specific topic and I hope you guys like them. So I'll see you soon. Hey guys, I'm Sarah and I'm Stephanie and we're the hosts of Dead Time Stories. 
Dead Time Stories with a Z is a weekly podcast where we tell you stories of ghosts, hauntings, mysteries, conspiracies, the supernatural, paranormal, the generally eerie, spooky, and all around weird. If you like scary stories, witty banter, and classy broads, we're your ghouls. Gals. Gals. Some of our stories include Eastern State Penitentiary. No. And where is it? Does it so much 12? No! <laughs> the Gettysburg Dime Museum. They were like, show starts at five, Mr. President. He was like, thank you, five. <laughs> no, 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 seven. He was like, thank you, five. <laughs> fort Mifflin. So the Americans burned down their own fort. They were like, oh, you, 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 want, this? you want this? Come Come and get welcome it. to Philly. <laughs> <laughs> and more. New episodes are posted Thursdays at midnight on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. Listen and subscribe, rate and review today. Okay, that was the promo. I hope you really liked it. And um, now to get into some stories. So I actually last week had a little bit of a conflict over this because I really, really wanted to share these stories. But I decided to go with the episode that we actually had. I think that was for the best. I think it was beautiful and it was glorious. And I think it matched like my overall energy where... These stories actually are going to mean a lot to me because they're about somebody who's very dear to me and special to me. And um, I just, I hope you guys like them. So to get into the first story, this happened at least 10 years ago. So during this time, I was still open to the paranormal, but I wasn't really like actively seeking it. I have a lot of members in my family. However, a lot of the sides don't talk to the other sides. And then, of course, you know, you're related to one person, so then, like, that person's not talking to somebody else, and then it's a whole thing, and then you, you know, as you're growing into that, you end up losing contact with a lot of people. So, before this time, though, two of my family members had basically, actually, three of them had decided to kind of attempt to forgive one another and move on and create a better space where that they could visit And because we only lived a couple hours away from said family member, we were going to go visit them. Now, the reason why we were going to go visit them was because they wanted to do essentially a seance to summon my dead grandmother. Because that's what you do when you love someone and you want to revitalize a friendship and a relationship with them. You decide to summon your shared dead ancestor, that's what you do. Now, I knew that this whole, like, meeting of the minds and we're gonna celebrate and forgive and do all this stuff, I knew it wasn't really gonna work. And it was gonna, it was gonna be one of those, um, like, putting a band-aid over a leaking hole in a boat. It's not gonna work. So, I, I really, I really didn't want to go. I didn't want to go. I didn't have a good feeling about it. I just didn't want to go. But the rest of my family was going. We were going to have to stay overnight, which meant that I had to go because they weren't going to just leave me in the house by myself overnight. Okay, fine. So we pack up and I had not slept very well. I mean, whatever the bad feeling was that I had, like it was sticking with me. Like I was, I had this horrible, like nervous energy and it just would not go away. And so we all packed into the car, we are all packed and everything, and we're on our way. As we're driving, we get to this, like, certain part of, I believe it was, 
I don't think we were in Tampa yet. We were crossing from Orlando into Tampa, I want to say. And I started feeling really sick. I started feeling horrible. I felt like I had a fever, like a ridiculously high fever. But then my body kept shaking and I had chills. And then I had a lot of nausea. It was, don't get me wrong, we've all felt things like that before, right? But this was different. Like, I I can't even begin to express and explain to you how this was different. It just was. So my stepdad at this moment is driving and I am in the passenger seat. My mom's directly behind me. She can't see me. So my dad turns to me and he's like, Melissa, what's wrong? Because I'm apparently pale. Like, I'm pale and you can visibly tell that, like, something is very, very wrong with me. And I am concerned because I don't understand what's happening. And I said, I don't feel right. And he's like, what's, what's wrong? And so he calls out to my mom and he's like, like, check on Melissa. There's something really wrong with her. And my mom kind of like leans, you know, forward as much as she can. And she's asking me like, what's wrong? And I'm trying to explain it to her. And so she's frustrated because I think she was nervous about the whole thing too, but just had decided to do it, which meant that we had to do it. So she's getting frustrated and I, I cannot deal with what's going on with me and her at the same time. I cannot. So I just tune, like, I just take her voice like a dial and I just turn it all the way off. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, what is going on? What is going on? What is going on? And I realize I don't feel like there are three people in the car. I feel like there are four. And I'm like, who's number four? And I, it's almost like, spiritually I look up because I I am I at this point cannot tell you physically what I'm doing after I tuned my mother out like I it was like I was put in this special little like vacuum sealed place and I couldn't touch or see or understand anything else it was the strangest thing that has ever occurred to me Uh, that's a lie that it was one of the strangest things that have ever occurred to me it was so so surreal and so weird because It was almost like I was astraling out of my body, but I was still in my body. It was just like I separated myself or I was trying to figure out what was going on. And it was my grandmother. And she was like floating almost like on top of me, but in this way where she was like oppressing me and she wasn't trying to, but she was frantic. Like she was visibly frantic. And I'm like, why? what is going on? Like, why is she so frantic? And I realize the reason I feel this way is because my grandmother is trying to possess me and use me as a medium for her to share what she needs to share. And the reason why it's not working is because I have a lot of spirits and spirit guides. And if I don't say and express something to them, where we all agree, they won't let it happen. So the reason of why I feel so horrible is because I am fighting off my grandmother. But there is a part of me that knew it was my grandmother, and so I didn't want to hurt her. Like, if it was um, a random spirit, if it was someone who just wanted to attach themselves and were evil, if it was like a demon, if it was something like that, I wouldn't have had those illnesses because they would have just, we would have collectively as a unit taken care of it and it would have been done. There would have been no, like, I would have been a little tired or drained afterwards, 
that would have been it. But because I knew her and I trusted her, I was slightly somewhat agreeing to this exchange where my spirits are and my spirit guides are like, no, we do not agree. So it was just like a whole spiritual war fest going on that I, prior to this moment, had not realized was happening. And that was why I felt so sick. And my grandmother, while she clearly cared about my well-being, was so frantic that was overriding her care. And so I said to her, I was like, why are you so frantic? And she she just started mumbling like super and talking really, really fast. And I was like, you have to calm down. And she was still doing it. And I, I, I called her by the name that I always called her. And I said to her, you have to calm down. They are not going to let you in. We cannot let you in, is what I told her. And she kind of like paused for a second and like almost took a step back. Like she didn't expect me to do that. And I, I said, what do you need? She calmed down enough to explain to me that she had a message. It was really for my mother and my stepfather. And she had to get them this message before we got to the seance. And additionally, she had to make sure that we were late. We could not be on time. So when she saw she was making me sick, it was almost like, for lack of a better term, good because that means they'll care they'll stop they'll pull over they'll go somewhere else and they will be delayed and so that way i can get my message across and i told her i was like well you don't have to make me sick just tell me what you want and tell me what you need and by the way nice to see you too like i i was <sighs> possession's a finicky thing that's a that's a big extreme you don't have to possess me to give me your message <laughs> like you know you would like it if I possessed you if you were still alive. <laughs> Don't possess me. So, and I, I by the way, I'm, I'm doing this with as much humor as possible because talking about my grandmother is still really hard for me to this day. I miss her and I love her. And I know that the second story is going to be more emotional. So I'm trying to approach this one with as much humor as possible so that when I get to the second story, it's a little bit easier for me to manage. Um, but I do really want to share it because I do think it'll, I, I think that it's a, it's a beautiful thing and I do want to share it with you guys. So back to this one. So I kind of agreed to like a half, like you can't possess me, but you can use me as a medium to talk through. When I agreed to this, she, and the thing that sucks is I don't remember any of this. I remember like a couple things, but I don't remember the details. I just remember like, Certain things I said, like little pockets, and that's it. And she started describing to me things that there's no way I could have known. And I couldn't have known because I wasn't around. I wasn't born yet. This was probably 10 years before I was even born. So there's no way I could have known about it at all. And we had never talked about it. She had gone on a vacation. And, and the only reason why I knew about this vacation was from my mother. I didn't even know. Like, my grandmother never discussed this vacation with me. But in this moment, suddenly I could see what my grandmother was wearing. I knew what flavor the cake was. I even knew where she got the cake. I knew what the card said. I knew the restaurant. I knew exactly what every single person had ordered and how it had tasted and words that they had described. I knew different moments of the, uh, 
I guess, vacation that I had never heard about before. I had no idea. I, I didn't know anything about any of these things. And I started, I said to my, I remember saying to my mom, mom, did this look like this when you went on the vacation with mommy, which is what I would call my grandmother. And she was like, well, yeah. So I started telling her all this stuff and my mom, my mom was just in shock and she started crying. And apparently I shared the message that my grandmother wanted her and my, and my stepdad to hear. And they also agreed to, I, I, I think she told them, you need to pull over. you like, you need to go here and get me food. Like I needed food to basically recuperate from everything that had happened because I needed energy. I, I was, I would be really drained after this whole thing. Uh, uh, mostly the fight. I'd be really drained from it. So they did. And then, and then I just remember feeling her leave. And I don't know if that's exactly what happens. Like when I say I'm a medium, it means I communicate with spirits. It doesn't mean that I allow spirits to really speak through me, that they become one with me in this case where they, their words and their language is now what I am saying. And that's what I had to do with my grandmother. And apparently why she felt it was best, I do remember her explaining this to me. The reason why she thought it was best to rather essentially possess me for, you know, a couple minutes than me say what it was that she wanted was because she had to use Spanish. And I had learned Spanish as a child, but when she passed, I stopped speaking it. And so while I understood it clearly, there were certain words that she was going to say that they don't have the same powerful meaning behind them in English. So if I couldn't say it in Spanish, I might get the meaning a little wrong. So I told her, no, it'll be fine. I'll get it right. Just tell me and I'll do it. And I did. And so there were a couple of times that I somewhat remember like my mom saying, like, are you trying to say this? And I said, yes. And so we just we just worked it out. We just I she used me as a medium and I worked to say the message. And if I couldn't say the word in Spanish, I would say something like this. And I, I would, I would try to explain it. And then my mom would say, oh, and I'd say, I think it's this word in Spanish. My mom knew what I was talking about. Like we worked it out. And so when my grandmother left, I just felt like this chill, like something just like leave me. And I remember what's so funny is like the thing that left the lasting impression on me besides the like, oh, great. My grandmother's trying to possess me moment is how she just smiled at me. She told me she loved me when she left. That's it. That was, that was my takeaway from it. But of course, like I said, I didn't remember anything. But I remember my stepdad and my mother just looking at me like, like I had grown a second head and that head had like little antennas on the top. Like they were just looking at me like I cannot believe this just happened. So we eat something. And I remember while we were eating something, my dad said to me, are you okay? And I said, yeah, I'm okay for now. And I said, we're supposed to be late, right? Like late to get back on the road to get to this seance for my grandmother. And he said, I think so. And my mom said, that's what she said. I said, yeah. I said, I remember she wanted us to be late. And I said, um, take this road. Now, mind you, I knew nothing about Tampa. My dad just looked at me and he was just like, 
plot and it's like take this road it'll lead us back where we need to go this is the time before gps and we'll still be a little late but we'll we'll it'll be easier than where you're wanting to go i said okay so he listened to me and we took the road and we were jeez we were late we were we were we were a decent amount late so uh the host of the seance was pretty pissed that we were late and we um we just said it was traffic was you know horrible so sorry we're late and that was it so the seance and this is this is what my grandmother wanted this is why she wanted us to be late and this is what she was warning my mother of was essentially it was not a seance it was more so like a a ritual against my mother and it was a whole thing and it was just a ridiculous horrible thing and then they said that they had summoned my grandmother and I was like sitting there in the corner and this is why I needed my energy back because if they really summoned my grandmother I would have been able to know they didn't summon my grandmother they didn't summon anybody <laughs> there was no spirit associated with our family in that room not one and I remember just sitting there going this is the biggest waste of time <laughs> It's ridiculous. So that's a true story. Now, I have talked about my grandmother numerous times on this podcast. I've talked about how much I loved her and, and, you know, when she would come around and when she hadn't. And I think I had also mentioned that I hadn't seen her in a while. I kind of knew she was maybe around and there, but I hadn't seen her in a while. So the experience I'm about to share now happened in March. So about a month ago. And my grandmother's birthday is in March. It's the first week of March. I was at work, and I remember just, um, I missed her. Like, I missed her a lot. And, um, I think, I think I missed her, I think I missed her more because I do this podcast, as silly as it sounds. Because before then, I really had never talked about any of the experiences I'd had with her. Even this one where, you know, she tried to use me as a conduit for her. I, um, I really didn't talk about that at all. So... In doing this podcast, you know, we talk a lot about how it's therapy. It's therapy for anyone who shares their story. It's therapy for me, too, because this is a space where I have to say, yes, this experience happened to me, which means I now have to acknowledge its existence. And I guess maybe by never speaking it out loud before, I never really acknowledged its existence. I just said, oh, OK, well, it happened and that's it. It was just one of those things, but it's really not like this is like, it's a big deal. So I just, I missed her. And I want to say, I cannot, I cannot tell you if it was on her actual birthday or not, but it was definitely the week of her birthday, maybe like a day before or the day of. So I come into work and where I work, we have security and one of the security guards, he's new, he's an older gentleman, very sweet. They're all very sweet. And, um... He had only been there for maybe like two weeks and he had said good morning to me, but he started singing to me, which he had never done before this moment ever. And the song he started singing was a song that my grandmother made up. And I know my grandmother made up because I remember there was like, there's numerous times I've tried to like look up and find the song just to maybe hear somebody else sing it. And I've never found it. I've, you know, you can type the lyrics of basically any song into Google and Google will tell you like the song exists. It'll bring it up. It'll show it to you. But this one, my grandmother made it up and he starts singing the song to me. 
and he starts singing not not only is he like like i understand that this is the simplest thing in the world but it blows my mind so much and it's so emotionally driven for me because there is no possible human way he could have known that song there are four people who know that song my mother my grandmother myself and my husband when i sing it to him that's it four people i it would have been one thing like if he just said the words like i would have thought that was weird but he was singing it in the same melody he was singing it like pretty close to her same pitch and he was just staring right at me, singing this song to me. And it hit me so hard. I stopped walking and I just stared at him in shock. And he just smiled at me and he kept singing the song. And I was like, down to he sang the song. I'm not going to sing it because then I will cry. The song in, in the middle. It's almost kind of like, you know, when you sing happy birthday. There's a moment where you say the person's name, right? Well, she would always say my nickname. And he called me that nickname. And again, the same four people who know that song are the only same four people who know that nickname. He could have never called me that. Ever. And I got on the other... I, I stopped in shock and my eyes watered. And I just... I didn't even really know what to say. I... It just blew my mind. I didn't know what to say. Even to this, even to this moment right now, it's been a, over a month later, I still don't know what to say. Because... There's no way he could have known that song. And for it to be that weak, I think, I think, it, I think my grandmother was once again possessing somebody else. <laughs> she just gets around that lady. <laughs> you know, I've, I've got to say, I, I guess maybe in, in life as in death, she was a very determined, very stubborn, very hard headed and hard boned lady. And I think that she was determined that I was going to acknowledge my emotions for her on that day and and just acknowledge that she was like there so i you know after work i came home and i have a i don't have very many pictures in my house but i have a picture of her and i just kissed her and i told her i love her and um yeah so that is why this is a shorter episode because i can't follow this up with something ultimately hilarious i can't follow this follow this up with another story about something else I, I i can't like i can't i think this just needs to be a story about my grandmother being my grandmother <laughs> um so i hope you enjoyed it we do have some business to take care of so um you know if you have a story send it into the podcast you can email it at thehauntedride at gmail.com or you can send it to thehauntedride.com um we have a patreon we have anchor we have uh, we're now, if you listen to us on Himalaya, they have something called like a tip jar and you can tip us there if you want. Um, if you also want to support the show, but you don't want to give any money to it, which is totally understandable, you can listen to us on Radio Public. It's an app and podcast player that allows you to, and any show that you listen to on there, as long as the person has claimed the show and turned paid listens on they get a percentage every time you listen so um yeah you can do that too if you want to support the show that way uh subscribe to the show if you are so able to wherever you listen and write in a review if you can or rate the show so i actually have a couple reviews i've been waiting because itunes did some weird thing where 
it ate a whole bunch of people's reviews, but then it gave them back. So I was a little like worried to start reading the reviews and then skipping over people's and stuff like that. But I think everything's settled out now. So let's see. We have Ghostly Girl 89 who wrote in Love and the Ride. And they said, I just found this show and have binged the first 10 episodes in two days. Damn, thank you. Especially for listening to the older episodes because the quality now is much better than it was before. <laughs> Safe to say I'm absolutely hooked. I love how Melissa keeps things professional and personal, but also doesn't let the subject matter bring down the tone of the show. I hope, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest with you. So since these two stories were a little emotional, like I hope I was able to still do that with um, this episode too. These stories are absolutely amazing, and because of the personal aspect, they are brand new stories to seasoned paranormal chunkies like me. Keep up the great work, Melissa. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you. So the next review we have is from Southern Bell 3, and it says, Such an intriguing show. It's spooky in the best way. Highly recommended. Thank you. And then we have Andrea Wren, which says, Great voice and great stories. This podcast is great and unique in that it is dedicated to sharing personal paranormal experiences. We love the guest stars and the host voice is great, spooky and soothing all at the same time. Thank you so much for that. I'm going to be honest, I definitely needed to hear that. Um, so thank you. And then the last one is from Witchy Page and it says we are not alone. Melissa lets us know we are not alone, whether it's the presence of the paranormal or our experiences with it. She is a lovely person who welcomes all the hosts who share paranormal experiences. I've learned so much from her already. She has just about the cutest voice ever. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Um, those are all the reviews. And so I think the last thing we have to talk about is what I learned this week. Um, I think one of the things I've learned is pay attention to what's going on around you. Sometimes we look at something and quite frankly, we don't have the energy to dedicate to it at the time. Like we we're too busy. We're doing too much. We don't have time for this. Like I find myself saying that a lot. I don't have time for this. Actually, normally when I say like when I get fed up with something, my go to saying is I'm done. And when I say I'm done, that means I'm finished. You get no more of my time. And no more of my energy. And I will, I, I'm very like strict about that. And sometimes even if you're not in a place where you can give something your time or your energy, you have to. Sometimes, and not for anybody else, but for you. Like just for you, for your personal growth, for, for who you are, for you to feel better. Sometimes you just need time. Like I, I don't think... And I feel like I've kind of spoken about this before, but it's really, really difficult for each and every single one of us to give ourselves time. I don't think anyone ever really thinks about it. I mean, like, if you if you come home, you cook dinner, you know, let's say you talk to somebody or you have a friend or something like that, right? You, all those things take time. You're giving them time. You're giving them energy. You're giving them something, a part of yourself. So... Shouldn't you also give yourself time? Because, I mean, you can only, you only have so much of yourself to give. We're not endless. We're not voidless. We only have so much of ourselves to give. So it's that balance of removing yourself from things that take up your time that don't need to. 
And then also finding spaces where you spend your time and you have to, you need to for you, for your well-being, for your growth. Please take care of yourselves. Be safe. Love yourselves and love others. Have a good day and have a good night. And as we always like to say, don't let the ghost get you. Bye. Thank you.